Welcome back to Sell Me, the podcast that'll help you make decisions. This is episode seven now. Um, talking to a management instructor, Jared Carvalho. Uh, we go way back, actually. You know, yeah. like way back to when I was working at Played Against Sports, selling your kid hockey gear. That's right. So that's like that's like six years. Yeah, seems like it. I, that's almost as long as I've been in school. That's that's a long time. But. Uh, you are the management and information systems teacher. Correct. That's all you teach? Right now. Is that what you got hired to, to teach? That's what I was hired to teach, yeah. How'd you end up getting into MIS? I was working in the field at the University of Utah, and I just received, I just uh, completed my MBA, and the chair of the accounting department came up to me one day and asked if I'd ever thought about teaching. Okay. I said, no, <laughs> but I'm willing to try. So you just gave it a shot? So I just gave it a shot, and that's what I ended up doing. Did you teach at Utah, at University of Utah then? I did. And then when did you come up here? 2006. 2006. Was it just a teaching job that brought you up here, or was it Bozeman? It was just the teaching job. Okay. Do you... There was like no additional like draw from Bozeman. It was just like ah, I got a job. I'm going to go now. That's correct. And uh, in terms of MIS and management information systems, that's like specifically in that class. It's specifically like Excel and Access. Well, there's there's two classes. Right. Two eleven is exclusively Excel and Access. Right. 311 is Introduction to Information Systems Theory and Concepts. But one of the fundamental concepts of modern IT is the idea of personal decision support systems, where end users create their own decision support models, gather their own data, and come make their own decisions. And so about half of 311 is working in Excel and Access to create personal decision support tools. So it's a, it's a way to introduce students to data analytics. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it just seems like most, most of the um, data analytics stuff that we look at now is like through like Salesforce and Marketo and stuff like that, is that like an easy transition from like Excel and stuff like that? Or is it essentially the same thing? No, it's not the same thing at all. Uh, Salesforce and Marketo would be systems where you would retrieve the data that you would put into your own decision support tools. Okay. So, uh, well, I could explain it. I could give you an example, but yeah. only you would understand it. But the, I mean, but go, the go for it. Would. I mean, I like I, it was. It's been a while since I've even been in your class. So, well, the students just finished up a uh, project where they had to create a regression in order to predict sales. Okay. So, the the data that they used to build the regression model would come out of the ERP system. Okay. And then so they they create a, an Excel sheet with the with the the um, the data on the individual stores that are already in the chain and then they use that data to run the regression and then 
use the regression to predict what sales of a new store with certain characteristics might be. Okay, and then like doing stuff like this in terms of like for a career, is that mostly gonna be marketing students or? No, all, uh, all of the options are, are, we call them options, other people call them majors. Right. Require data analytics. Uh, in my mind, marketing's kind of leading the field uh, with with their um, digital media analytics, but management needs analytics. Uh, the HR departments are need to analyze uh, salary and compensation data to make sure that there are no um, biases in the in the salary structure. Um, managers need to understand the full impacts of the decisions they make across the organization and the only way they can do that is to gather data. Uh, the finance people need lots and lots of data so that they can make good use of the company's free cash flow. Right. Um, so it's, and accountants are the ones that generate the data so I mean, it, it, it really is an organizational-wide uh, initiative. It's not just something that the marketing people do. Okay, so then, yeah, so then it kind of fits into that, into that management side of things where there's somebody kind of overarching in each department yeah, gathering I, that data. I view, I view IT or MIS uh, as the backbone of the organization. It's it's the one thing that the different functional areas of business have in common. It's the thing that unites them, uh, brings them together, so that uh, management people can look at marketing people's data, and finance can look at accounting's data, and accounting can provide yeah. data to management and marketing. That makes sense. <clears throat> so then in terms of like getting into like the IT sort of thing is that you would you need to go to school for IT in order to get into like sort of the the path that you've taken you no. didn't go for IT did you no my uh, training is in economics and business okay uh, my my uh, technical training is all self-taught and that tends to be the way that that it goes. Um, we take business people, people that understand business, and teach them the technology. It's it's much more rare that we would take a computer science person, bring them in, and try and teach them how businesses work. Okay. And in terms of uh, technical training, what do you mean by by technical training? Uh, Said, how these systems work, how you, how to put them together, how to take them apart, uh, how to build them up from the build them from the ground up, how to use the software. How do you go about self teaching yourself that? Google. Google. Lots of Google. <laughs> Google's the answer for everything now. Sure. Um, and you know, like, did you ever think that this is this would be your path? Like growing up, no. like what was what was the goal? when you were younger? I don't recall having any 
particular career path in mind when I was young. I got into the field not by accident, it was actually by design, but it was my father's design. Um, he hired, he was doing a lot of uh, consulting and a lot of his research was quantitative. So he hired me to do his, the statistical analysis for his consulting business. And I was just sort of hanging around, hanging around, hanging around and uh, doing this. And when the position of director of the computer center for the College of Business came, came open, they hired me because I was just hanging around. Because <laughs> you were just there? Yeah. Um, and so I did that and was loving it. And I was just sort of hanging around. And that's how I got the, the teaching job. Okay. So, so I actually didn't seek out a path. The path s came to me. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, that's it really, really convenient. It really is. <laughs> and you're you're the resident IT guy for the whole college of business too. So that's why you have about two thousand computers in your office, right? That's correct. And are you just like putting them back together, or is mm -hmm. like really? Yeah, you're taking them apart, putting them back together. Yep, and. Um, I fix issues as they arise. Um, we had a printer die last week, so I had to go in and and completely reconfigure how everybody printed. Um, uh, we had a professor whose whose laptop will not connect to the internet, so I'm working on a fix for that. Uh, it's just the, the the AV equipment in the in the building breaks down all the time, so I'm first level triage for that. It's just, you know, whatever whatever people need. Anything computer related? Yep. Call Jerry up. Yep. Um, man, we were and we we've always talked about building computers. Um, and you, you kinda make the call on all the computers that are in here, right? Correct. Um, is there a specific reason that you went PC over Mac for like laptops and computers? Oh, and stuff? Definitely. Uh, in business, business requires a specific set of software. And most of that, not most, all of that software runs on PCs. Not all of it runs on Macs. And the Apple platform is more expensive. That's true. So so we go for the, the I, I first focus on the software. What software do you need? And then select the hardware platform that supports that software and that ends up being the, the Windows platform. Nice. And then um, in terms of, like, do you have any say on, um, like, SPSS and programs like that that we run for, uh, like, our marketing research class and stuff like that? Is that all... Like no, that's instructor-based. That's instructor-based. Each instructor chooses the tools that they feel will best best suit their their uh, educational goals okay <clears throat> I, yeah I just I don't really understand computers still I know I built mine and you had some say in how that was going together but uh is it is it all at all stressful like dealing with a building full of computers and and having to make sure that they're all running correctly for a bunch of students and teachers uh, I can be but uh, usually in the fall, when everybody comes back from 
summer hiatus and everybody needs everything to work all at the same time. Absolutely. Then it's stressful. Right. Otherwise, it's just fun. It's fun? Yeah. I oh, love it. Is there any, is there any like super crazy fixes that you've had to do? Yeah. Like what? Uh, uh, we had a, one of our law professors had every file she had ever created on a thumb drive. That sounds like a bad idea. It was a horrible idea. <laughs> and the thumb drive fell apart. Oh, just broke? Yeah. So um, we gathered up the pieces and pieced it back together and actually held, uh, held it together with our, me and my assistant, held it together with our fingers while we copied the files off of it. And it got really hot. Oh, the thumb drive actually got hot? Oh, yeah. How did it, why, why did it get so hot? Is there like an actual, like, there's like stuff spinning in there? No, it's just the, uh, I don't know how it's just the heat from the electrons moving back and forth. Oh. All computers generate a lot of heat. Yeah. And all, all electronic devices generate a lot of heat. And one of the hardest tasks we have is dissipating that heat. Right. <laughs> how does that work for a bunch of computers? <laughs> well, it, uh, we usually use the outside air to to cool them off, and that's why it gets hot in rooms with a lot of computers. Oh, naturally. You have a bunch of bodies thrown off heat, and you have a bunch of computers thrown off heat. The the air temperature coming out of the back of a back of a computer is 180 degrees. That's really hot. Yeah. I don't ever want to be outside when it's 180 degrees. No. That sounds terrible. It sounds like Arizona. That's what it sounds like. It is. But the rooms are big enough that that they uh, and and the air circulates within the room as well, so they right. don't so they don't actually get that hot. But if they if they did, the systems would just shut down. About 115 degrees, the systems just shut down. They're just done. They're done. Dang. Uh, in terms of like, who would like to follow kind of a similar path to yours, maybe, or be interested in? You know, and being an instructor for MIS or being an IT person for an entire college of business, what what kind of person would that take? Well, it takes somebody that enjoys puzzles. Okay. Um, these systems are are puzzles made up of many small pieces, and those people that can understand how the small pieces fit together. To, f to form that cohesive whole uh, do well in the field. Because when something breaks, first thing you have to do is figure out which of the small pieces is of broken. that puzzle is broken so you can go fix it. So you have to be really, you have to be very detail oriented too because you have to know every little piece yes. of this entire puzzle. And then you have to know how to fix every part of that puzzle. That sounds, that sounds insane. I don't think I could do that. Well, I like puzzles. Yeah. But they're, you know, tiny tactile puzzles that I get for ten dollars at Walmart. <laughs> but I don't yeah, I, I still don't even understand my computer entirely. That's okay. Yeah. But it's it's still an awesome thing and I mean computers are crazy. Everybody's using computers. Even like freaking four year old kids mm -hmm. are running around with iPads and stuff. Like nicer iPads than me. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Well, Mine doesn't even work anymore, I don't think. I haven't used it in like three months. There's a computer in your watch, too. There is. It's a, it's a GPS watch. Yeah. So it's it's huge. 
I think it's the reason my wrist kind of hurts. Let out the strap one notch. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I actually like messed my wrist up doing something. I don't know. It hurt to put my socks on this morning. You're getting old, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. All of my joints hurt, and I'm only 25 years old. Um, so, a lot of people that I know find all the MIS stuff to be kind of dry. You know, I feel like it's kind of more of a. If you're interested, you're interested. If you're not, you're not. You know, I, mm-hmm. it is important. Everybody knows that, but I feel like it's, you know, it can kind of, you can kind of lose your focus a little bit. Um, what do you do in your classes to make it, to kind of spice it up if you do? Uh, well, there's always my radiant personality. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, sarcastic dry wit. Um, to, to spice it up, I try to try really hard to relate it back to personal experience. Right. So if we're talking about security, I won't talk about security of the whole system. I'll talk about the security of your cell phone. Right. I remember that. I actually remember you talking about that. Yeah. See? It, yeah. It relates. You well, remember it. Easy as that. Yeah. And you do things like nerd day too, right? Sure do. Want to talk about that a little bit? It's, I do it at the end of the semester when everybody's stressed. Right. Um, all through the semester, you've been building models in Excel. And when you're building models in Excel, you're actually programming in a high-level programming language. And so I combine those two things, and I ask the students to embrace their inner nerd <laughs> and let it come out in Nerd Day, and we all have a... we all stop and take a deep breath and poke a little fun at ourselves don't take ourselves quite so seriously and sort of relax just for a minute um, in preparation for cramming for finals and you usually come in with a tinfoil hat don't you I've done that I've done all kinds of things um, I've, I've wore my pajamas hiked up to my armpits <laughs> um, a student gave me a flying toaster tie, which is a, a classic IT symbol. And you'd have to be older than you to know what that means. Okay. Uh, it's actually the flying toasters was the first screensaver in Windows, the first version of Windows. A flying toaster? Yeah. Was the first screensaver? Yeah. It's it toasters with wings. Toasters with wings? That just moved around the screen. Yeah. That was the first thing that they thought of? Like, we need a screensaver, toast with wings, do it, throw it on there. That's right. Uh, I've done that. Uh, I've worn tinfoil hats, uh, uh, short pants with with uh, hiking boots and socks hiked up to my knees. Yeah. Just whatever, whatever it takes to... to uh, Kind of cut loosen the, it cut up the, cut, cut, cut the tension and loosen it up a little bit. Yeah. That's awesome. I, w- I, I kind of wish more teachers would do that. You know, oh. some, it seems like a lot of instructors take, take their job super seriously, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but, you know, it's school. It's stressful for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nice that there's that, that day where you can kind of chill out and just kind of laugh mm-hmm. all day and then realize, oh, next week I'm going to, take a bunch of tests and hate my entire existence <laughs> but you know it's it's good 
I, I enjoyed I enjoyed your class. I know that I the general consensus around campus either it's love love you or hate you. That's right. And uh, I've enjoyed it because I think your dry humor is hilarious. And I also enjoy running India all over Bozeman. It seems like, <laughs> 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 and you have you have the same demeanor all the time. I'm and just being me. Yeah, you're just you're just you, and it's good. I enjoy that. Did you know they're not making yardsticks any longer? Why is that? Because if they did, it wouldn't be a yardstick anymore. What? If it was any, long. Oh Jesus! Wow, that is a dry joke. That is good though. <laughs> that is that is good. When they when if they made it any longer, it'd just be a meter stick. That's right. Mm-hmm. Man. All right. Well. Outside of all this school stuff and computers surrounding your entire office, um, what's the main thing that Jerry does? I like to golf. I think I think we've covered that part. Everybody knows that you golf if they listen to the last couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw on your on your office uh, like name panel it says, "Is it golf season yet?" Angela put that up. Angela there. put that there. Yeah. And if anybody hasn't listened to the last couple episodes, we've talked about golf and Jerry in both of them because he's kind of the man in the golf scene in terms of the College of Business and kind of just Bridger Creek. You help everybody out. Well, I try. In the summer, I'm a marshal at Bridger Creek. I just drive around in the cart and wave at people and talk about the weather. Did you just get into that because you love golf? Yeah. Have you always been a big golf guy? Since I was 11. Oh, nice. So I've played golf every year for the last 51 years. Wow. That's a lot of golf. It is. Did you ever think about, you know, being more competitive about it or is no, it just I'm not, you do it for I'm fun? not very good. Oh, you're not? No, I just See, enjoy Jim it. Harvey would say otherwise. He well, said you kind of got it all. Just because I'm better than Harvey doesn't mean I'm any good. <laughs> That's setting the bar pretty low. So what what part of his game is he is he good at? Because he said he has a good short game. He does have a great short game. His, Steve's problem is, or Tim's problem is that he uh, he's a he's a strong guy, and he overswings. He tries to muscle the ball. That's exactly what I do. And, and I know it, and I'm not going to change it. Well, it's it's a really hard thing to change. So when he can relax and and dial back his swing about 2%. 2%? That's all it takes. That's like a really small margin. The, the, the margin for error in golf is tiny. It is. Then he's great. And you guys are partners in, in league this year, yeah? Yeah, we're going to be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to win it all? No. <laughs> we're Ooh. not even there's six weeks when we can't even play because we're teaching oh really yeah is that like the last the first six the first six yeah is it already going no it oh, starts summer school starts in May okay right and when you, summer school starts and you're teaching summer classes too yeah is so, that still just 311 I have a I have a 311 online and 211 in the 4x4 four four. in the 4x4 four four. Yeah. What's it, a four by four? It's a new summer program that MSU offers where we complete an entire semester's worth of work in four weeks. That going sounds terrible. Four days a week for four hours a day. It's pretty intense. That kind of sounds like four by four by four. Well, it's really four by four by 
eight because I will start, that's more than that. I start, last semester I started teaching at eight in the morning and I finished at about two in the afternoon, four days a week for four weeks. That sounds kind of terrible. It's pretty intense. Is that going to be hard? Like for a whole semester in four weeks? Yeah, well, we cover about a week's worth of material every day. That sounds hard. It's intense. Um, so it goes so fast that you don't that students don't have a chance to forget anything. That is true. I do I do remember that because I, I retook principles of marketing online, and that was six weeks for a full semester, and I actually did better because I remembered the stuff that I learned yesterday, which would have been last week if it was during the semester. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, long term retention is the short term retention is good. Long term retention is so an issue, but it's an issue with any uh, length of semester. Right. But it, all right, well, do you do anything other than golf, or is golf just where you're at? I know you do computers. Do you said you're building a new computer? No, I just finished one you for finished my son. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Is it gaming computer, work all computer? Gaming. All gaming. Strictly gaming, yeah. Was he, is he, like, really serious in gaming? Uh, he's serious in terms of the amount of time he puts into it. Okay. Is he not playing hockey anymore? No, it's a different son. Different son. Okay. Is the one that plays hockey still playing hockey? No. No? He hurt his ribs playing flag football. Oh. And so he was out for essentially missed a whole season. So he's, oh, that sucks. So he's kind of done. And then um, what sort of games do you know what sort of games your, your son's playing on the game? I have absolutely no idea. No clue? You don't get on there with him? No. <laughs> I try. I played Wii Bowling and Wii Tennis with him, and that's Those it. Those games are legit. I thought so, but... It's head-to-head. Like, it's, -head. it's straight-up head-to-head, and you're like, you want to you become a pro when you get that pro symbol on there? Mm -hmm. You feel so accomplished. Were you a pro golfer, too? No. You didn't get the pro golfer? No. Come on. That's not the same. It's not the same, but you got to get the pro badge on there. No, 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 no. That's what it's all about. I'm I'm a worse gamer than I am a programmer. Aren't you a pretty good programmer? No, I'm an awful programmer. That's <laughs> I started off in CS and quickly figured out that I, that was not for me. I did. I took a a programming class in high school. That was C plus mm plus. -hmm. Failed it. I think I, got, I mean, I think I got D, but it was not good. That's it's so hard. Mm -hmm. There's so many little things that are so specific. Mm -hmm. If you mess, if you miss like a dash or a colon or something like that, it it completely won't work. That's right. And that is insane to me. And I know a couple people here that actually want to go into the programming side of things and like create websites and mm -hmm. apps and all that stuff. Is there, is there anything like in the college business that is focused on that no. or can help with that? Nope. You have to go over to computer you have to go sciences. To uh, people don't come to the business school to get programmers. Right. Okay. I guess that makes sense. So if you want to do that sort of thing, you'd have to either double major or get minor, a minor or minor in CS or uh, there are enough good uh, cold sc code schools around that you can do it that way too you can do it all online through 
I believe things about places like the Khan Academy. The Khan Academy? And Lynda.com. Yeah, you can you can self heard of those. Huh? You can self train. Um, a lot of different ways. Nice. Well, uh, in terms of what we got going here, I think I think we've actually already covered everything. Mm. Yeah, that was easy. Easy peasy. Do you have any uh, last suggestions for anybody who'd be interested in going into MIS or? be an IT guy for a college business or any college or any anywhere? Uh, just get an entry-level job and get started and just work your way up. That's how, well, that's how I did it. Okay, cool. Well, uh, this has been episode seven of Sell Me, the podcast to help you make decisions. Um, it's with Jared Carvalho, resident IT guy and dry humor of the college business at Montana State. Um, don't forget to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Sell Me Podcast. And I will see you all next week. Thank you.